Welcome to Wife This Morning, W-I-F-E, Walk in Faith Everyday Ministries. And you are listening to Dominique McGee. This morning, welcome to the Give God the Glory, Praise, and Worship Show. This morning, we have a piece from Eric Maurice Clark and Renee L. Clutchfield-Patterson from the heart. I just can't wait to hear, get into that praise right there. We have Jesus is always with me with Chad Howard and my latest single in the morning. Sure to bless your day, be encouraged, take care of each other's and get ready for the word this morning. As you get ready for the word this morning, give God a crazy praise, lift his name up and magnify him for you have another day of life today in Christ. Glory to God. Ruby Rob.
times when I was feeling low, no one to talk to, no other place to go. Then I remembered when my mama told me, look to Jesus, he's the greatest friend you need. I'm so glad that the Lord is in my life, all the little battles given to him to fight. All the joy he
Walk in Faith Everyday Ministries And you are listening to Dominique McGee And I would like To take the time to um, To go through The reading of the word tonight with you guys I would like to read through 2 Timothy chapter 2 Um, Bear with me 
but um let's let's get started let's get in this be strong in grace so let's read it and see where what we get out of it so before we start for the reading of the word let's go before god correctly Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ, as we gather together tonight, Father God, to take part in fellowship in your word, I ask that you touch us, Lord. Father God, I ask that you use your spirit, let it saturate us, Father God, just minister to us and through us, Father God. Father God, for your word says to prove right, Father God, to study, Lord. Father God, we ask, we thank you, Father God, for this time to be in your presence, God. Father God, we ask that you remove any stumbling block, Father God, that way keep us from receiving your word, Father God. Open our ear, Father God, that we may hear. Open our hearts, Father God, that we may receive thy word. Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ, touch me, Lord, that I may deliver the word. Father God, bring it to life, Father God, as you have brought it to me. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, I just thank you for this opportunity to fellowship, Lord. Bless everyone that listens, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Encourage me, Father God, and strengthen us, Father God. In the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. So let's get started here. 2 Timothy chapter 2. You therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Jesus Christ. And the things that you have heard from me among many witnesses, commit these to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. You, therefore, must endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No one engaged in warfare entangles himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who enlisted him as a soldier. And also, if anyone competes in athletics, he is not crowned unless he competes according to the rules. The hard-working farmer must be first the partaker of the crop. Consider what I say, and may the Lord give you understanding in all things. Remember that Jesus Christ of the seed of David was risen from the dead according to my gospel, for which I have suffered as an evildoer. Even to the point of chains, by the word of God is not chained. Therefore, I endure all things for the sake of the elect, that they also may obtain the salvation which which is in Jesus Christ with eternal glory. This is a faithful saying, for if we died with him, we shall also live with him. If we endure, we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, we shall, he shall also deny us. If we are faithful, he will remain faithful. He cannot deny himself. In this, I get that when we change our lives and we are called. Because when you change your lives, you are changing to become a winner of souls. It's not enough just for you to change your life. God has given you eternal life that you may be winner of souls for others. Your test and your trials and your battles that he saved you from is to save another from. In the same compassion that he has given you, in the same patience that he had with you, the same understanding, the same way that he dealt with you is the same you are to give to others. You are you are to remain 
You are to sacrifice yourself, your own desires, your own wills, your own wants. That's less of me and more of him. You have to endure long suffering here as he endured the suffering for us. You have to stand for him in all things that he we may not find ourselves in situations that we would be denied before the throne because the situations that we were put in that we denied him because we were ashamed of him. There should never be a situation that we should ever feel ashamed of God. There should be never a time or a situation that we should feel ashamed of God. Because he cannot deny himself. He cannot deny his word, his promises. Because it's the truth. And when you walk in truth and when you stand in truth and when you stand in your suffering is, is because of, the, of Jesus. And everything is in alignment and of the right things. You are, are blessed in all of these things. But this is also our portion. Now shall we continue? Approved and disapproved workers. Remember them of the things charged them before the Lord not to strive about. Words to no profit. To the ruin of the hearers. Be diligent and present yourself and present yourself approved to God. A worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly divided, dividing the word of truth, but shun profane and idle babbling, for they will increase to more ungodliness. And their message, which spread like cancer, like Comenius and Pletius, are of this sort who have strayed concerning the truth, saying that the resurrection has already passed. And they overthrown the faith of some. Nonetheless, the solid foundation of God stands. Having this seal, the Lord knows those who are his. And let everyone whose name the Lord of, of Christ depart from iniquity. And in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay. Some of honor and some of dishonor. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from the later he, he will be a vessel for honor, sanctified and useful for the master, prepared for every good work. Flee also useful lusts, but pursue righteousness, faith, love, peace with those who call on the Lord. Out of a pure heart, but to avoid foolish and ignorant disputes, knowing that they generate strife. And a servant of the Lord must not quarrel, but be gentle to all, able to teach, patient, and humility, correcting those who are in opposition. If God perhaps will grant them repentance, so that they may know the truth. And that they may come to their senses and escape the snares of the devil, having been taken captive by him to do his will. 
Okay. Let's go through this. Are you guys ready? To me, this is telling me that God has changed my life. He has saved me. He has taken me out of the ways of destruction. He has taken me out of my sinful natures and my use of the lusts of my youth and the, the former days, the things that were, were, were normal to me, were my consistent sinful lifestyle of a day-to-day basis, a day-to-day mindset, a day-to-day goings and comings and talkings and behaviors. And he, cha- he changed me. He saved me through Jesus. And he, he gave me the word. And by me studying the word, he gave me instructions of how to live. He gave me a free heart to live in truth. To be patient, to be understanding and compassionate. To be a vessel in faith, love, and peace. To pursue righteousness and to to depart from wickedness. He gave me the opposite of everything that I stood for. And as he gave it to me, he's telling me that, like I've been saying, it's not just enough for us to be saved. It's not just enough for us to to take the word and listen to it and feed our own spirits because we are our vessels now. He cleaned us up. He put his living word in us. He blessed us with eternal life, salvation. And he gave us this. And he also gave us instructions to give it to our brothers and our sisters. He gave us instructions to give it to the people who we least want to be around or we least want to speak to. The people that we spend the most time judging and the most time convicting. And not enough time being compassionate with and helping them and driving them and encouraging them in the promises of Christ in which he has given us. In the same very compassion in which he has given us. But yet causing our brothers to err. By causing strife and arguments of what is right and what isn't right because we all fall short. We all are are going to make mistakes and nobody is going to be 100% righteous. We strive to be Christ-like. We strive to be righteous. We strive to be upright. Which is, to me, right up under righteous. Upright. I try to do the good thing. But it's just not enough for us to do the good thing for our family or those close to us. But for us to step out and be ministers and to be um, praise warriors and, and healers. See, I know this because when I was a child, I was raised to um, go to nursing homes and pray over people. I was raised to, um, we had a fishes and loaves program where we cooked and we ate with, with, with the ones that came in and we prayed over the ones that came in because they knew that we opened the doors to the church on this safe, faithful Saturday and they could come a place and they wouldn't be judged and they can just be accepted and welcomed no matter what they, their situation was, if they were prostitutes or drug addicts or or 
they had disease, excuse me, diseases or whatever the case may be, the forgotten, the lost, the thrown away, the drug dealer, all, the God's doors are open to all. God, Jesus died for all. So when when he saves us, it's for us to take on the responsibility to to give that to the next person. And when I was younger, I was so eager and so into man, I was into it, man. My pop up would take me up. You ready, Dom? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's go, let's go. And praying over people and the tears falling and just the hope and the faith that we were giving them when we gave them a plate and just said, God loves you. Jesus is with you in your situation. That compassion, because Jesus said we fed him when he was hungry. He who lendeth to the poor lendeth to the Lord. We have to know that we have to go into the places where Christ was. We have to get out of our comfort zones. We have to stop charging up with our faithful preachers and go out and and tell our testimonies. We have to stop telling them on Sunday to the same people who show up on church on Sunday and start going out there and putting ourselves out there. We have to know that we have to go through something for Christ. We have to go through suffering. You, he went through so much for us and, and we're not willing to do that because we're, we're so willing to say we have to pray on it or we have to give it to God, honey. But um, maybe God sent you to be an intercessor. Maybe that was your moment. We can't forget that. How God, how, how faithful Jesus is to us that we have to be that faithful to him. And as he has given us remission for our sins, we have to give that same message to our fellow brothers and sisters who are lost. Who don't have the opportunity. Who may or may not know. Who may be discouraged or just too far out on the limb. See, I like, I like this. Right here, um, Timothy 2, 2 Timothy 2, 20. But in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay, some of honor and some of dishonor. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from the later, he will be a vessel of honor, sanctified and useful for the master, prepared for every good work, flee, also from your useful lusts, but pursue righteousness, faith, love, peace with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart, but avoid foolish and ignorant disputes following that they generate strife and a servant of the Lord's must not quarrel, but being gentle to all, able to teach, patient, and in humility correcting those who are in opposition if God perhaps would grant them repentance also that they may know the truth and that they may come to their senses and escape the snare of the devil having been taken captive by him to do his will 
See, this tells us directly that since God cleans you, it's your duty. It is your job to to be a witness, to be a a a minister, to be a, a, a teacher of the word, to study and prove yourself right in the word. That you don't cause your brothers and sisters to err. To pray for direction and guidance. As I do correctly. I mean I I go back and forth with myself. You know. And I have to remind myself. And I have to tell God. That I need less of me and more of him. I don't need gratification. That I'm doing the right thing. I don't need praises. That I gave my life to God. I need God's guidance and his will and his protection. I need his touch and his wisdom and his understanding and his compassion completely daily. I need to emerge myself in the will of God. So as I've taken the part to read this to you tonight, I want to, I want to bring this to your mind. God says stay away from idol brothers and sisters like idol workers or people who have a form of godliness but they don't really believe in the power of it people who only use God as a temporary fix only a Sunday and Wednesday server you got to understand that God is your creator Your source of life, the very breath that you breathe comes from him. The gift of life that you get every day is by his grace. His grace. His grace. Because the word tells us, behold, he comes as a thief in the night. And as a thief in the night, no one knows the hour thereof. We don't know. It could be today, it could be tomorrow, it could be a minute from now, a second from now, any moment from now. And he also tells us in the word, be not caught with your light out. You don't have an excuse why you didn't get it right with God. But if you have your life right with God, you don't have an excuse why you can't help your brother or your sister. I want to challenge you to evaluate where you stand in your relationship with God. Because a lot of us think that we we are just robbing God by not paying our tithes. We're robbing God by not putting in works. We're robbing God by not winning souls. But we feel like we deserve that very position in the gates. What have you done? Outside of your family. Outside of your friends. Outside of your comfort zone. That completely was humiliating to you. But it was giving God the glory. What have you compromised in your life completely? For God. What situation have you put yourself in? Because... God did it for you. You don't know how he makes a way for you, but you know he's going to make a way. 
you know, it challenges me to believe and to understand that I have I have a path to, to walk in God. And that all of the teachings that was put into me as a child is what kept me when I left and went my own way into the street and to decided to do my own thing. See, I walked out of the covering of God with the sword. See, I was fortunate to have God to put someone in my life to plant the seeds. To plant the teaching in me at an early age that I would I would be able to use these things, these tools, these teachings, these instructions of Jesus in my worst times, in my worst moments, in my darkest moments because whatever you put in yourself, whatever you're built on is what's going to come out of you in your distress. And I give you this because it's not enough for us to encourage ourselves. Because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to explain this to you. And then I'm going to pray. I just want us to, as we, as we take in the word, to truly understand what we're taking in and, and the capacity of what it could mean to us. About applying it to our very thought process. To our very concepts of our life. To, to, to make it come to life. See, that's how God works. He gives it to you and then he shows you. But it's up to you to receive it. But let me, I'm going to give it to you. He says, woe to he who is alone. For when, when, when trouble comes, he, no one, there is no one there to hold him up. That means God looked down and he watched situations. He watched how hard the battle is with someone who really doesn't have that direction, that correction, that, that support system, that help. And he he sends extra support and he gives them extra compassion in the spiritual realm because he says woe to them because they're alone. Because in trouble there is none. And it's it's blessed is he one that that, that they're blessed is that there's two. Because in the time of trouble, one can hold the other up when the other is weak. It's a blessing when there's two. Because one can hold the other one up when the other is too weak. You can put your back back to back and fight you can keep each other warm in the cold and the world tends to get very cold and it tends to get very dark on the path and there are many obstacles 
and storms to weather. And none of us can be deceived because we need to know that um, the storm rages on the just house just as it does on the unjust house. The storm rages on the unjust house just as much as it does on the just house. The sun will shine on the unjust just as much as it does the unjust. God's mercy is for the unjust just as much as it is for the just. His forgiveness is for the drug addict, the drug dealer, the prostitute, the, and the hustler, the gangbanger, and the street woman. The people who, the forgotten and the the one that we cast aside and we turn a blind eye to. These are the ones that 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 Jesus needs us to 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 talk to. These are the treasures that belong to him. Because if you don't believe me, you're speaking to well, you're not speaking to one. You're listening to one of them. One is speaking to you now. I was in the strip club. I did sell drugs. I did use drugs. I did take a part of a lot of things. I was deep into gangbang. And I was deep into a lot of things. But there was nothing. Nothing my God couldn't bring me through. There was nothing that he didn't reach into and come and get me out of. And just as he got me and he cleaned me up and he put his word in me and he's given me the fight to pick up my battle every day, to carry my cross every day. To learn and to repent every day and to know that he's with me every day. As he builds my faith and my walk and my testimony to give him the glory. He's also building me to be a warrior for him. To go for in, into, the, into the battle for my brother. To go into the war for my sister. Because he looks down and he says, is there not one that will intercede for another? Is there not a physician down there? Is there not one that will truly care? Not for something that they can gain, but because of me. We must remember that the mercy he showed us. Can come and go. Yes, he he's, he's slow to anger, and yes, he doesn't change. And yes, but you have to understand the commitment that you are signing up for when you give your life to to God, when you decide to walk the path of Christ, as you have given your life for me, Christ. I am making the choice. To give my life for you. I'm making the choice to sacrifice myself daily. What I want. What I desire. My goings. My comings. My dealings. My conversations. 
I find myself spending more time by myself. I find myself being more quiet. Refraining from company and engaging in conversation because I know that I'm trying to get a plate to a place with God. I find myself praying in my sleep and praying while I'm cooking and praying while I'm talking to myself and praying while I'm yelling at the children, praying in my distress and praying in my joy. I'm getting to a place with Christ. I will never completely fully ever be done. This is a continuous battle. And as we rest tonight, I just want you to take that into your heart and in your mind. That he also says that the wicked take care of their own as well. So that if we only do for our own, you know, uh, we're not doing anything. If we're only preaching to our own, we're not doing anything. If we're only hearing the word and not applying the word, we're not doing anything. We're not doing him any favors with the half praise. Because if we don't do it, the rocks are going to cry out. He has angels that give him praise non-stop. Around the clock, around the throne. So if we're not going to give him the hundred. If we're not going to receive the salvation in the hundred percent. We got a lot to work on. We got a lot to address. Are we behaving as real children of God? Are we displaying characteristics of Christ? Are our relationships and the way we interact with people a direct resemblance? Of Christ. That's all my brothers and sisters. I just wanted to put on your hearts. As, as what God puts on mine tonight. As Second Timothy did it for us. Didn't it? So as we begin to pray. for um, Father God in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I come to you and I thank you Lord for everything that you have done God. Father God, I thank you for your powerful word. Father God, let it pierce through our hearts, Father God. Father God, let it be a burning fire in our loins, Father God. Father God, let it bring an understanding of wisdom, Father God, into our minds. Bring a conviction to our hearts, Father God, that we may know, Father God, that truly, God, we all have to do better in you, God. That we all have to draw nearer to you, Lord. And that it was in none of us, Father God, to look down on another. But all of us to pick up each other, Father God. Father God, and take hold of your grace and your mercy upon us, Lord. We thank you, Father God, for it is you that give us life and you alone. The very breath in our body, the use of our limbs and our sound mind, Father God. We thank you, Lord, for keeping every devil at bay, Father God. 
Father God, in this time of sickness of COVID-19, Father God, I pray over the ones who are losing loved ones, Father God, as I have lost. Father God, in the name of Jesus, touch us, God, to be able to know that you are in all things, Father God, that we must give your children back to you, Father God, that we must remember that you have taken them away, Father God, from of the, new, of the wicked things that is to come, Father God. Father God, that you know that these things hurt us, Father God, that we must let go unto you and know that they are in a better place and the suffering is over. Father God, that we know that you will heal our wounds in time, God. That you will strengthen our spirits, God. Father God, we ask that you renew us, God. And weeping may endure for a night, but joy may cometh in the morning. I don't know which one of us that need to hear that, but God said, Weeping may endure for a night, but joy will come in the morning. He said, Look unto the hills from which your help cometh, because your help would come from him. Set your heart on him. Cast your cares upon him. Lean not on your own understanding. And worry not for tomorrow. For he has all things in his hand. He wants you. He wants to build a relationship with all of us. Father God, in the name of Jesus. I pray, Father God, for those of us in work, Father God. Who do not know, Father God, that are losing their jobs, Father God. Who do not know what to come for work, Father God. I ask that you provide every need. Father God, I know that you are the way, the truth, and the light. And you are the only way, God. Father God, you are the provider, Father God. The physician to those who are sick. Father God, Lord. You are the judge, Lord. You are the leader of our lives, Father God, our creator, Lord. And just as you love the birds and feed them daily, Father God, you love us how much more. Father God, if your children ask for bread, you would not give them a stone, God. We ask that you put food on the table and feed the children, God. That you give the call back on the job, God. That you strengthen us not to worry for the sickness, God. That you build a commune system, God. That you cover our families, God. In the time of distress, Father God. Allow your children not to be worried, God. But Father God, send us a beacon of hope, of faith, Father God. Anoint us, Lord. Touch us, Father God. Walk through our homes, God. Remove the battles, Lord, that we try to fight by ourselves, God. Father God, strengthen us in your word and in your will, God. We exalt thee, God, when we give you all of our problems. We give you our sins, God. We acknowledge them before you, God, and we know that we are unclean. Father God, but we come to you to become clean, God. Father God, we come to you to become whole. In the name of Jesus, help us to watch our mouths. To watch our minds, God. Watch how we go and how we come, God. How we deal with people, God, in the name of Jesus. In these trying times, God, with the weapons that form of the enemy, God, we cancel every plan of the enemy dispatched over our lives. We plead the blood of Jesus over our homes, God. Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ, in the name of Jesus, I give you the glory and the praise. 
We thank you, God, for the time to gather together, Father God, in fellowship, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, touch every ear that is heard. Allow them to receive the word, Father God. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for touching me, God, and opening me up, Father God, to receive it in my spirit to deliver it, God. Father God, allow it to be none of me and all of you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. For all the glory goes to you, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, I thank you, God. I thank you, God. Work it out, God. Whatever it is, God, work it out. We rebuke you, Satan, in the name of Jesus. We come before you in the mighty name of Jesus. By the blood of the Lamb, the Lord rebukes thee, Satan. Thou shalt not tempt the children of the Lord. For the power of God, the authority of God, ascends upon us, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Dispatch angels about us, God, in the name of Jesus, and wage war against every plant of the enemy, God. Every pain. Remove it, Lord. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord. Amen. 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 God. Yes, Lord. He is just so good. Yes, he is just truly good. I just thank God. I thank God to be able to talk to you today. I thank God for to give you the message. To read the word with you and have fellowship with you. I thank you, my brother, for coming. I thank you, my sister, for finding the encouragement to come today. May God bless you in every area of your life in which you lack and need him the most. Until next time, pray my strength in the Lord as I pray yours. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, you're listening to Dominique McGee. And I thank you for tuning in to Wife Walk in Faith Everyday Ministries, W-I-F-E wife. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs>